Welcome to the Mouska Moms podcast, a Disney planning podcast where we enjoy quick conversations and cocktails with a Disney twist. We are your hosts, Jennifer, that's me, Juliana. Hi. And Lori. Hi. We are continuing our series this week about all things Disney Cruise Line, and today we will be talking to you about all the fun things you can do to make your cruise extra. We're talking Facebook groups, fish extenders, pixie dust, cruising ducks, beer exchanges, ornament exchanges, trick-or-treating, and so much more. So grab your cocktail and let's get into it. All right. Today's Mouska cocktail is the Sweet Nightingale. Um, You can find this at Nightingale's on deck three of the Disney Wish, one of our absolute favorite places to hang out. Um, So this drink is a blend of Hendrix Amazonia gin, which is like regular Hendrix gin with the cucumber, but also infused with rose. Uh, passion fruit, which I've come to really be a fan of, rosemary and mint. Um, it's delicious for starters. This but is the drink you drink out of the bird's butt. Yes. T- <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious, <laughs> but it's also beautiful. So on the wish, there's one drink in each bar that's like the signature drink and it has glitter in it. And this one is a glittery pink-ish drink that is served in a bird. I don't even know how else to explain it. It's, it's like a, a hollow sweet glass nightingale. bird wine glass, right? And and it is the tail feathers where the opening is that you sip the drink from. But um, it's delicious and you don't mind looking silly. I bet the Imagineers like secretly kind of laugh when they see people drinking out of this stuff. I guarantee you they were like, let's make the yep. guests drink out of the bird's but <laughs> I want to be in that meeting, that board meeting where they're well, like, I, mean, hmm. I think it would be them a premium. It Enjoy. would be grosser to drink it out of the bird's mouth because then it would be like like birds feeding their baby birds, you know, how they chewed up worms. Like, I would take the beak over the butt, not gonna lie. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think but, this was their conversation in the boardroom that day? I bet. Beak or butt? Beak or butt. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was. Oh, we had such fun. Anywho. We need to be in that boardroom. Let's talk about the extracurriculars on your Disney cruise. I should not be in that boardroom. All right. (laughs) So we need to talk about all the extra things you can add to your Disney cruise to make it a little bit more magical. Um, These are items that are not run by Disney. So Disney Cruise Line does not organize these. They do not have information on these. They don't really have anything. These were all organized by guests um, and uh, basically by guests going on your same cruise. Um, So at some point in time, some genius came up with all these ideas and it just keeps getting carried over on every single cruise ship. So the first one we can go through is what's called a fish extender. People get super confused by this, um, especially with the, like what the word is. Um, basically it's called a fish extender because on the outside of every guest room on a, on a Disney cruise, there is a fish that has your state room. Well, Uh, now on the wish, I know they're not fish. I don't know what they're going to call it. Um, 
Monolith extenders. Not ew. That doesn't work. No, I don't like it. Um, so you have fish outside your stateroom where it says your stateroom number, and that's where they can leave notes. Um, Disney will leave you notes in that, but people have created these extenders. So basically they are fabric long kind of pocket systems that you hang outside and you sign up for these fish extenders and people basically leave you gifts. So how to sign up for these fish extenders. Um, it's on Facebook, crazy enough. Um, you have to I'll go on Facebook, you search your cruise and the cruise date. Um, and in that group, you will see that somebody is organizing the fish extenders. Um, yeah, so all of these extras, that's so like Lori said, you don't, this is, this is not endorsed by Disney, so they won't mm -hmm. have any information about it. But the way you find out about what's going on on your particular sailing is once you, um, book your cruise, you'll go on Facebook and you'll just type in into the search bar, the cruise, Disney cruise line or Disney magic or whatever is the ship that you're on and the dates. And you'll find the Facebook group for your sailing to join that group. And then that's where you'll find all this information. There yes. can be, there can be many Facebook groups for each sailing. I mean, there tends to be, right? Like, cause people just make them. There, they there tends to be ones that are like the most popular. Yeah, main ones. Pick, so you want to look for yeah. that. Pick the one um, with the most amount of people in it. Um, that tends to be the one. Um, and these fish, fish extender groups gets big. So our cruise uh, for New Year's Eve, there are we're at ten fish extender groups. Um, it's insane. So how often, like, how far in advance do you need to say to find these Facebook groups and say, "Hey, I want to be in the organized fish extender that you're doing"? So I would say as soon as you book your cruise, you need to get on and do it. Um, right now they are closing the groups. So they are officially closed. Um, because what happens is you get put in groups of either five or 10, depending on how they organize it, staterooms. And then you need to purchase gifts for the people that are in your group. They close them off because at this point you are now purchasing things for people right. and people do get personalized gifts. So you fill out things saying, what's your favorite color, your favorite characters, is there a celebration you're having? And people will go out and get personalized gifts, um, you know, for each one of the persons in their group. So they do close it off, which is nice. In your experience, what is the value of these gifts? Like how much am I expected to spend per gift per person? That's really, I think, up to you. I've mm -hmm. seen people give away Disney pins where I think they just had extra Disney pins at home. Mm -hmm. And they were giving that as their gift. I've had some gifts where they were like the buckets and they put with, um, um, why am I, what's the gift you just got, Juliana? The, what the, you could personalize stuff. Why am I blank? Silhouette. Oh, cricket. Cricket. Yeah, cricket. Cricket silhouette. So you can, and they created my kids' names and a symbol and put it on the bucket. Um, you know, so getting a bucket, like a pail and shovel and bucket, I mean, that's like what, two, three bucks? And yeah, it really depends. We noticed in our in our group, um, we had a huge range. We had things that like, I don't know, Lily got like some little glitter nail polish and Disney tattoos that couldn't have been more than a couple of, of bucks. And then we got I got a really nice water bottle with um, Snow White on it and my name. That was definitely more expensive. So it definitely ranges. Yeah, but it, it is kind of cool. And I know like for my sailing, 
they divided it up. You could do adults only fish extender groups, or you could do family ones, which was really cool also. Um, But just, just as a warning, (laughs) um, I needed to bring an entire extra suitcase for my fish extenders to bring my gifts, but also to bring the gifts that we got home. So it's not an easy thing to do. We picked the one, the sailing out of New York because we could drive there. So it wasn't as much of an issue. But if you're flying and paying for luggage, that's going to be a concern for you. Um, It is. It is definitely an extra suitcase, duffel bag, something along those terms. Um, And that also has to go into it like what you buy people. Right. So the people that brought the big buckets, I'm like, you weren't flying from anywhere because you brought a lot of buckets that take up a lot of room um, where we got another bucket from somebody else that was collapsible which I thought was genius. And I love that thing because now I travel with it and it collapses right down. Um, but yeah, it, it can take up a lot of room and that's, I, I still have to decide what I'm getting people for the end of December, but I need to find stuff that's tiny and doesn't weigh a lot. Um, because we are flying in and I can't do an entire big suitcase. I have to be honest with you, which I always am. And here it comes because I'm the cynic and the skeptic lately. I'm not into this. Like, I don't want, I don't want it. I don't want the stuff. I don't want to lug it. You're not making it sound appealing. However, this next one that we're going to talk about, I am totally into. Because well, this is me- like, I feel like fish extenders is stressful. Like, now I have to go out and worry and buy gifts before my cruise. And oh okay. my God. Yes, you do. But the thing with the fish extenders and the reason we do it, I the adult ones, I got to say, I don't, I, whatever. Um, but the family ones, my kids love coming back to the staterooms and they would check the pockets. I mean, we'd go back to the stateroom three, four times a day and they'd be like, is there something there? Is there something there? I mean, it was like Christmas four times a day. I'm going to agree. And, and not only that, so we spread out, um, delivering our fish extender gifts also, because Lily, that was one of the things she loved to do. She loved to yes. go and find the stateroom and leave. It, she felt like Santa Claus. It was super cute. And then That's cute when you have little ones. every yeah. time we came and even, even Charlie, he's 14. And every time we came back and there was like a little goodie in his pocket, it was cute. And he, they were all excited. I don't think I would do it again. I think it was a one and done. However, if you bring your fish extender thing that you can hang up on the fish extender, but you don't join a group, you still could get gifts because not only were we getting gifts from the people who were in our fish extender groups, we were getting pixie dusted as well, which is where people just randomly bring like little trinkets or whatever. And pop them in the pouches, which was, and it'll say you've been pixie dusted. So that was cute too. And that's not as much of a commitment because you can bring however many or little that you want. Like I'd be happy to pixie dust people like randomly on a ship. I just, the idea of having to like get personalized gifts and like that. It was definitely added an element of stress and it definitely added an expense also. So you do have to decide if it's worth it. I was super glad that we did it because Lily loved it. And like I said, we picked one that we could drive to. So it wasn't financially like I wasn't checking another bag and all that. Um, So I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we experienced it, but I, I don't know that I would do it again. Yeah. So I feel like we didn't fully go through the explanation. So you sign up for these groups. 
you get whatever gifts you want to pick out. You bring them with. You put your fish extender outside, which has the little pouches. You put people's names in them. Mine has each individual kid name, and then Eric and I are in one pouch. Um, and then you deliver your gifts. There's no timetable. There's no, you don't have to with the first day. You can do it whenever you want to do it. And then they will deliver them throughout that day. Um, they do on the Christmas ones have ornament exchanges too, which run the exact same way. Um, I was considering doing that one instead, but I think I have enough ornaments in my house. I think I would like that. That gives me direction. <laughs> <laughs> I will say though, uh, I do, I will post a couple pictures. We didn't, last time we did this beginning of December, we didn't do the ornament exchange. We ended up getting ornaments as fish extenders and I'll post a couple of pictures because they're on my tree. Um, but it, it's just a lot of the same ornaments. Like I think we got four ornaments that set our stateroom number, which was 6172 because I have it four times on my tree. Um, so it's the ornaments exchange, I think is cute. They have that, they have adults. If you don't feel like purchasing 10 staterooms, they also have smaller groups. Um, so you can only do five staterooms. So you're only purchasing for four people at that point, if you want to do that. Um, so yeah, that's the full, I guess. And for the, so my, mine was a Halloween on the high seas cruise and we got a lot of pixie dust, but we also got people doing, uh, trick or treating kind of exchanges. So we yep. would get little bags of candy left in our fish extender bags also so i was to say one of the cutest ideas i saw was they and we still have them they personalize bowls again with like a silhouette or a cricket and they put my kids names on the outside of these plastic bowls um in like the disney writing with a sunday and then in the bowl they put sprinkles and a plastic spoon a color changing spoon um and it was to use so they could go up and and do the ice cream so the soft serve they would just bring their bowl up and then they could do the soft serve and have sprinkles and a spoon my kids um, got that too. It was really cute. They yeah. loved it. They did like a little date night where they went up together while Mark and I were doing whatever. And they went up and they got their soft serve ice cream and it was all like little Halloween candy because yep. it was a Halloween cruise. It was cute. Yeah. There were it's a lot really, of good ideas. I was to say that one's really cute. We still have the bowls from four years ago. Um, yeah. My kids, that's their Sunday bowls. Like that's, they eat ice cream out of those bowls. Um, but yeah, they have some, you know, the, the adult ones, they like, you got cups. Somehow we got crown, little bottles of crown Royale. Um, yeah. How'd they get those on the ship? I think they, I think they went around Disney's liquor policy. Um, cause I, I gave it to, so I went around liquor, liquor policy. What do you do? You just suitcase. put it in your toiletry bag? I just put it in my suitcase and I guarantee you they thought it was like mouthwash. Cause it's the little tiny, like airline bottles. And it was for the king and queen you know, giving them crown Royale. So it's, you know, they have some cute ideas, some adult ideas, some kid ideas. Pinterest um, is full of ideas. Pinterest is full. Etsy has all the fish extenders. Mm -hmm. I made mine, which eh, um, I know before, before. Um, but There's also, they have, they, you can get them on Amazon now too, but they just okay. won't be personalized. But yes. when it, if you're in a pinch, but there are lots of there are lots of ways to do it. There are lots of ideas. It definitely, if you have the time and the extra suitcase, then it's worth it to do once just to kind of experience it. And now a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts, and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. 
If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. But if you don't want that much of a commitment, there are a couple of other things, exchanges that you can be involved in. And again, all of this, none of this is endorsed by Disney. None of this is sponsored by Disney. The way you'll find out about them and the way you'll be able to join these is by finding your face, your sailing Facebook group on, on Facebook. Um, but the cool one that they did this time on my cruise that I, I think would be awesome is the adults were able to sign up for a beer exchange. I'll say um, this is probably the only one that Juliana would be excited about. <laughs> I'm so excited about this idea. I was actually telling my husband about this last night. I was like, we have to go on another Disney cruise. And if nobody in the ship group is doing it, I'm totally going to organize this. You do this beer exchange. It's like the greatest thing because you all know I like, I don't just like any beer, but I like craft beers. So the idea behind this one is that you pick up six craft beers bottles from a local brewery or something near you or craft beer. Hopefully people aren't bringing Bud Light. And then you get to go to a meeting place on the ship from what I understand and, and trade with people. So they get one of yours and you get one of theirs and you end up with six different beers from Dick's from six different places. Um, I love this idea. I love this idea. And I can drink that beer in my stateroom and I don't have to worry about taking it home. Yep. Yeah. And, and, like the, my sailing had very specific rules for this group because I didn't participate, but I did read it because I was fascinated. But you did it. One of the requirements was that it had to be a locally crafted beer. So you're not going to wind up with Bud Light and Coors Perfect. Light. Um, and a lot of them, what they would do, like especially people who lived near multiple breweries, they would get. Mm they wouldn't just get a six pack from one brewery. They'd get six different beers. And then they had a meeting place on like the first or second night of the cruise. And they all met up and did their exchange. So I don't know. It sounds really cool. I would do that one. Yeah. That one's a cool idea. I think it's an easy one too. Actually, I was just looking, I might sign Erica for that one. Um, it's something to kind of shove the husbands in and, and Juliana. Um, and they would go exchange. I said, and Juliana. <laughs> I would do and it. People that enjoy craft beers, not me, but that's fine. Um, yeah. I want to say at one point they were doing, uh, someone tried to organize on one of mine, the wine exchange, but that one doesn't work as well because with Disney's alcohol policies, you're allowed to bring on two wines. Right. Um, so you only have two to exchange. That's why the beer one works well, because you're allowed to bring on a full six pack. Mm -hmm. Um, so you're able to, you know, get six different beers and yeah, I mean, I'm going on a seven night cruise. I, those six beers be gone. <laughs> it's a good it. idea. It's I a good idea, really but you need to, like you need to be yeah. willing to meet people though, because that one you're exchanged. So with the fish ex exchanges and the ornament exchanges, you're not meeting anybody. We literally were like secret Santa ding dong ditching our surprises in their little pouches and not like knocking on their door and introducing ourselves and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's so, well, luckily for the beer exchange. You don't have to knock on someone's door. No, either. no, no, no. But you do have to, you do have to, um, you, you have to talk have to, to people. Meet. Yeah. And you gotta talk. <laughs> because it's a, an actual in-person exchange. Yeah. So yeah, consider yeah. that as well. I like the other one. 
All right. So other ones with less commitment. We talked about the ornament exchange. Um, and the, one of my favorite ones, which is not just a Disney exclusive, um, most cruise lines do this, um, which is cruising ducks. Um, what this means is you bring little rubber duckies. You can have them themed. They do have Disney rubber ducks out there. Um, they have Halloween themed. They have Christmas themed. They have Caribbean. We got pirate themed um, rubber ducks. Amazon has everything. Um, but you bring ducks and you hide them. There's no organizing. There's no signing up for groups. There's no nothing. Um, you can decide to do this two days before you leave for your cruise. You can do whatever you'd like. Or you can decide a month and then cancel. Um, so there's no signups. You just bring ducks. Um, it's crazy because you never realized once until you start doing this, that there was ducks hidden all over cruise ships, but because you're not looking for them, you do not see them. Um, and now that we know it exists, we see them everywhere. I see them everywhere. Um, my kids see them everywhere now. Um, so I don't think we're going to do the ducks this year because we're doing the fish extender, but my kids will still be looking for ducks. So even if you don't bring ducks on board, you can still look for them. So basically you bring them on, you can bring however many you want on, you can put a little note with it. You can not put a note with it. Um, and you just hide them somewhere. There are rules. They don't want you to hide them in, um, restaurants and in the store. Cause obviously if they're selling rubber duckies, that things could get confusing. And they don't want it outside by the pool deck or outside in general because they could fly away into the ocean um, and then obviously not in the bathrooms. Um, but yeah, any of the other public spaces, um, it's cute. It's a really cute thing. My kids loved hiding them. They'd hide them and then hide around the corner to see if somebody came next to see Aww. if we found them. Um, it was a really, really cute thing. They came home with like four or five ducks that they were looking for. Um, so it's it's a really, really cute, easy idea um just to add a little bit of fun with the kids the cute thing also is you'll find facebook groups for cruising ducks yes. also for your sailing and so one of the things that we liked after our cruise we labeled all of our ducks and we said that it was from the price family from new york and then people would go in into the cruising ducks facebook groups and take pictures of them with the ducks that we hid so it would be fun because then we could go find oh look this person found our duck and um and i did that too like lily found a duck and i took a picture with her with the tag and tagged the people whose duck we found it's fun it's definitely less of a commitment because it's not something you have to sign up for in advance there's no like minimum or maximum amount of ducks and you just do it at your leisure. And I think that one will probably do instead of fish extenders on our next cruise because it's less stressful. <laughs> yeah. I just like, they're cute. They're cute. It's they fun. are cute. The duckies are one of my, and then my kids have them like lined up on their dresser right now. It's adorable. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think um, we I talked about pixie dust. Yeah, the, we did. Yeah, that, that's another one that's real no commitment, real low I stress. I totally get behind pixie dust. I would just be happy to bring stuff with no pressure and randomly drop it than have to be, like, committed <laughs> to yeah. certain people. For, I was going to say, know, one of the know. easiest things is if you have all, like, the pins that you don't want, if they stopped collecting them, if you have extras you don't want anymore, people just drop those suckers in all the little pouches. Yeah. So I, 
So even though I bought this really cool personalized fish extender that I don't think I'm going to do a fish extender again, I think I will bring my fish extender mm -hmm. on our next cruise because mm -hmm. like I said, we did, we did get a lot of pixie dust, which was really fun. One other thing we didn't have in here was magnets. Oh, oh door yeah. magnets. Yeah. Yes. That's so right. Yeah, so Disney does door magnets. And I will say after we were on the Norwegian Cruise Line, they don't really have magnets that much. Disney door decorations is on a whole different level. This was the thing my mom went on her first Disney cruise and she has been on probably 30 some cruises, but never on Disney. She was shocked by all the decorations and all the effort that went into decorating the outside of your stateroom door. Yeah. Um, so decorating doors on a Disney cruise, it's pretty exclusive to Disney. Like you just yes. said, um, there are rules about it as well. The doors are metal. They don't want you to use any adhesive or any tape. And so that's why Lori said magnets. People yes. make magnets, order magnets, buy magnets, whatever. And you'll see pirate themed ones with like Mickey heads and everybody's names on their own. And they're dressed like pirates or whatever. Like they're just, just really cute. You see some really creative adorable ideas. I have not yet decorated a door. I've given magnets as gifts to many cruisers, but I've never done it myself. We have them. And that's the, with the magnets. I just have a bag where we have a couple that we just bring when we go back on a Disney cruise to decorate again. Um, this is one that Disney almost kind of endorses. If you mm -hmm. get their birthday package, they will put a birthday magnet message board in the birthday package in the rooms. And they kind of endorse this one. If you're Disney Vacation Club, they give you magnets put on your door. Um, so they kind of endorse this one in the sense of, you know, decorating the doors. And of course, Etsy and all that have, you know, you can get personalized ones, everything else. I made a couple. Um, I think I'm going to order a few. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It's, Plus it's easy for kids to figure out where your door is. I was going to say <laughs> when you're walking down those long corridors to find your stateroom, it makes it really easy to identify for the kids and also for the adults, and the adults. <laughs> but we've, we've done it twice. We did on our star Wars day at C1, we did star Wars themed magnets where each one of us was a different star Wars character. And then on the one that we just did over Halloween, I did, um, the hitchhiking ghosts. So yeah, that's cute. It's fun. It's fun. Just another way to enhance your cruise, but Alrighty. all right. So the mask a tip for the week is if you want to get involved in one of these activities for your sailing, you need to join your Facebook group for your sailing. Like we said, it's super easy to find. Just put Disney Cruise Line and your sail dates in the search bar and your group should pop up. Sometimes there are multiple, but usually after a while, the, the strongest survives <laughs> and you'll find the right um, Facebook group for your sailing. This is where you'll be able to join fish, fish extender groups, exchange groups, all the things, and also just ask general questions about your sailing, which a lot of people in these groups, um, especially if they're doing fish extenders and they know what a fish extender is a lot, that means that they've cruised before. So it's always a good resource, but your best resource is going to be your travel agent. So don't neglect asking them your questions. There you have it, Mouska friends. All you need to know about how to add some extra magical touches to your next Disney cruise. 
We'd love to hear from you. And as always, we welcome you to join our community conversations on Facebook at Mouska Moms Podcast to dive deeper into this and all things Disney and Disney planning. Be sure to follow our show so that you receive notifications when new content is released and you never miss an episode. And please consider writing us a review as well. We'd really appreciate it. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Here I see you real soon. Why? Because we like you. <laughs>